My name is Linda Garcia, and you're listening to Investees, the show where we break down the cheesement on the stock market and the current state of the economy. What is up, Investees? We have some pretty serious headlines that is affecting the stock market right now. It has already sent the S&P 500 plummeting, putting it in jeopardy of losing its three-week positive streak. Fitch has downgraded the U.S. credit rating to AA plus from triple A. On this week's episode, we're going to break down all the details on what is a credit rating, who determines the credit rating, how it affects us, and important details to consider as we move through all of these headlines. The first thing I want you to understand is very similar to the way we have a personal credit score, so does the United States. The credit score is made up of letter grades, A, B, C, and D. Don't get these confused with the types of grades you get in school. An A can range from 70 to 100. A B will range from 65 to 25. And a C will range from 20 to 5. And a D, well, that's a zero. And there are three major companies that determine these ratings, Standard & Poor's, Fitch, and Moody's. They don't just determine the ratings for the United States. They determine the ratings for countries all around the globe. Each of the three major agencies, Standard & Poor's, Fitch, and Moody's, have dedicated analysts that are looking at each individual country and determining based on economic data whether they should be upgraded or downgraded. In 2011, we were downgraded from the highest AAA score to a AA plus because of our mounting debt. That downgrade was pretty alarming as it sent the stocks across the world plummeting. The 2011 decision to downgrade us was made by Standard & Poor's, and the most recent downgrade, the one we are speaking of today, was determined by Fitch. We currently have a AA-plus rating from Standard & Poor's back from 2011 and then most recently from Fitch. With Moody's, we still have a AAA rating. I want to give you proper context on how this happened. Let's go back to May. In May, we were having a very highly politicized debate between the Republican Party and the Democratic Party on the debt ceiling. The debt ceiling, or sometimes also referred to as the debt limit, is the legislative limit on the amount of national debt that the government can incur. We needed the debt ceiling to be raised in order to pay our current bills, and the money that we needed for those bills had already been authorized by both the Republican and the Democratic Party. It's kind of like you and your partner agreeing to a certain amount of money used for your monthly bills. But then when it actually comes time to use that money that you've allocated, you both have to agree to use the money despite it already being approved. (laughs) I know, it's confusing. 
So the both of you begin to argue, well, if we're gonna release this money, then I want this to change. And then you get to counter offer. Okay, that's fine, but if I'm gonna do that, then I need this to change and so on and so forth. And then you get this highly politicized debate. The clock is ticking. It became very obvious very quickly that this was turning into a political weapon, essentially. And we've seen this happen before. This is not the first time that this has been highly politicized. It's always politicized. Fast forward to today and Fitch decides to pull the trigger and downgrade us. In an interview, the analyst that made the call, Richard Francis, said, given the high level of the debt, Given the increasing deficits that we're expecting and given the kind of deterioration in governance and unwillingness to really tackle these issues, we don't think that it's consistent with the triple A anymore. Sheesh. He also goes on to state his concerns for the continued increasing debt and also talks about current interest rate hikes and how that is going to continue to affect the country's debt. The analyst also went on to say that they do expect a recession to take place at the end of this year. He also gave a list of the things that the government can do in order to regain their AAA rating. One of the options on the list was to just completely get rid of the debt ceiling, which brings up a really interesting topic. Given that Denmark and the United States are the only two countries in the world to have a debt ceiling that is set on an absolute amount rather than a percentage of the GDP, which would be a number that is flexible and moving alongside the economy. GDP stands for gross domestic product. It is a measure that is used to determine how many goods and services are being produced during a specific time for a specific country or countries. We use GDP to help measure the health of our economy. It aids us in understanding supply and demand and also what is taking place with inflation. Are you my investee and you haven't started investing yet? No judgment, check this out. On August 12th and 13th, I have an incredible beginner's stock market crash course that is going to be taking place live virtually. You're going to be able to interact with me. It is a community favorite crash course that I haven't done since 2021. I'm excited to bring it back. Join me for more information over at inlosewetrust.com. Search for Wealth Warrior The Course. And if you're already an investee investing with me and you know someone that is your bestie that needs to become an investee, have them check out Wealth Warrior the course over on my website. I look forward to seeing you all on August 12th and 13th. Welcome back, investees. While all of this can sound really scary and almost question where we are in the state of the economy, I want to reassure you, I went to take a peek at the S&P 500 index. It is a chart that is tracked by the Standard & Poor's, the same company that downgraded us in 2011, tracks the top 500 publicly traded companies. And guess what? The S&P 500 went up 
261% since that downgrade. The takeaway for today is that the stock market always recovers. However, with that being said, I think that it is important that there be repercussions for policies that could absolutely be improved. Also, let's not forget that this report has also been politicized, so let's take this all with a grain of salt. While the US and global markets have been affected by this news, I think that there could be some good that comes out of this, that both parties, the right and the left, get their act together. Thank you for joining me on this week's podcast. If you need additional support on your investing journey, if you like the news I'm providing on a week-to-week basis, join us over on patreon.com backslash inlosewetrust, where I not only give you daily top news, but also twice a month help break down what is taking place, discussing it, providing community support. I look forward to seeing you over at In Lose We Trust. You can also purchase my book, Wealth Warrior, Eight Steps for Communities of Color to Conquer the Stock Market at a bookstore near you. I look forward to more stock talk with you, Investee, next week. 